What, ep- what episode is this? No, you know, to keep going. Oh, keep you going. sure? Yeah. Uh, this is 19, I think. Yeah, episode 19. Welcome to Just the Casuals Inside, episode 19. Best podcast in Lansing, scratch that. Best podcast in Illinois, scratch that. Best podcast in the region, scratch that. Best podcast in the world. I'm Jelani Smith, 20 years old. I'm a communications major out of South Suburban College. I'm Dakota Mitchell. I'm still cooking. And, to- <laughs> and today, we got a big guest on the show today. Special guest. Special, the the big legend, special. Lansing's resident badass. Uriel, the big Brody. Big Brody. Brody. Big Brody. Now, for anybody that doesn't know, which is like everybody that's ever listened to the podcast before, we've never had Yuri on the show before. We never had a guest that made that the recording actually finished, for that matter. Damn, that is right too. You would be okay. So if this one gets completed, which I'm like, I'm like hell bent on. I mean, we got two. Let's record on two phones now, so it should be fine. We should be good. But the, we had two guests on the show. Yeah, two. Yeah, we had BJ and Frank. Yes, had a full two-hour conversation with him. I was about to say, what, what, like, <laughs> two-hour conversation. We talked about MMA with BJ. With Frank, we talked about college, and then they just and they perished. My my phone fucked up. I don't know. I did. I had a problem with uploading it. I don't know what happened. We gotta have Frank back on in spring sometime. Yeah, because we had a whole conversation. We ran through everything. Like we ran through every fucking thing you can run through. So. You are our first official guest on the show. We're not gonna fuck this one. We're not gonna fuck this one up. And I've been knowing you since I want to say yeah, like because I went to I started going to Coolidge fourth grade. Yeah. So around there, knowing you around through middle there. school and then high school, and I had a few classes with you too. And those yeah. are always fun. Those are always. I fun. think I've known Uriel since kindergarten, way back. I mean, it doesn't get any earlier than that besides preschool. So. Now I didn't know that. I, I didn't I, know that. I one. went to preschool. I know Dakota. He's. I mean, Probably no one of the oldest people I know. Him, I think, yeah, him, Eric. I know. Yeah. I think Eric signed up since kindergarten or first grade, one of two. So, yeah. that's that's I, that part I really didn't know until like a few minutes before the show that you guys had known. <laughs> hey, so I, the, I did I not know. People I've known a long time, but I didn't know you that long. You can move <laughs> did on. Did not man. know that, bro. I remember all the time in class when we was uh. Remember Mrs. Praise's class in English? Yeah. And we used to talk about the Giants and shit like that. Man. We used to talk about everything in there. Those used to be. Are you still a Giants fan? Always, always. Always still a Giants fan. Always. Might be. Might be some tough times since the last time football, you know. Because I'm not going to lie, strong. man. Like, my two favorite players in the NFL are Saquon Barkley and actually Odell Beckham Jr. So, it's like crazy now that Odell's on the Cleveland Browns. I think he will come home eventually. That's what I'm thinking, eventually too. And I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I'm hoping, man. I'm hoping for that. Maybe, maybe. But anyway, we don't have a football topic for today. But we do have two very... Of course, you guys already know, biggest topics always on the show are always the NBA stuff. And we're going to run through the NBA with Uriel today because Uriel does have quite a bit of knowledge on basketball in the NBA. Yeah. So we're going to run through <laughs> about as much as we possibly can with him. Just yeah. just squeeze, squeeze the orange, uh, juice out of the orange with that one. And we're going to talk about the big, 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 big fight of boxing coming up actually tonight matter yeah, of fact i don't know right. what time it starts I exactly like, i think the actual fight's at like seven the, the actual the pay, like the main event the, the big fight probably won't go off until like tomorrow, 10 o'clock tonight. yeah Ooh. that's what usually is for main yeah. events and pay-per-views and stuff even for yeah. ufc it's the same way i'm yeah. gonna be playing 2k but, uh, <laughs> hey, that's hey, a, that's hey, a luck to both of them i'm not gonna lie bro. i got espn plus i'm not gonna lie yeah i mean best of luck to both of them but but we're gonna be talking about tyson fury versus deontay wilder two First fight ended up being a draw, which I was not expecting at all. When I was checking the highlights of that, I really, really thought that they were gonna end, uh, give that one to Deontay Wilder just for the two knockdowns. I Deontay thought. Deontay Wilder. I had what? thought. That's, I had thought for the two knockdowns. Two knockdowns. Okay, like, that's I what could, I thought. I could. You could give. But him you can the argue two, the two rounds that he got the ninth and the twelfth round mm-hmm. with the knockdown. Arguably, you could give Fury the twelfth round for how he got back up. Got back up and was able to finish left, it. And he, he finished the action. Yeah. But I mean, he can knock me out and still keep it was pushing. it was one of the more entertaining fights that I've like seen in terms of boxing. I, I haven't seen a lot of them, but I was mad because you know it was a draw and I had I had quite a bit of money, <laughs> money on, on that fight. <laughs> right. And you know Fury outboxed him. I would give Wilder maybe one of those first five rounds, maybe the third or the fourth I was watching. Hmm. One mm-hmm. of those rounds. We gonna get deep into that one though. We gonna get deep into oh, that, no. yeah. and we're gonna talk about the. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about what we. Where we're gonna give predictions yeah. on this second fight mm-hmm. because it's really gonna be a very, very interesting fight. One of the more interesting fights that you've seen in the heavyweight division yeah. in a little bit of time. And the NBA stuff. Stay tuned. Just the casuals inside. We got a big guest, Uriel Jelani Smith, Dakota Mitchell, as usual. Stay tuned. You're-
All right, we are back on Just a Casual Insight with Jelani Smith, Dakota Mitchell, and Uriel Lopez, the man, the myth, the legend. We're ready to talk about some NBA. So, Uriel, who are your top 10 players of all time? I think it's important that every NBA fan have a top 10. Top 10? Top well, five. We'll start with top five. Top five, uh, well, you know. They don't got to be an order either. If oh, you don't yeah. And then it doesn't order. necessarily have to be who you who you think is the best, but just mm-hmm. who your favorite is. Well, top five, I, I you know, you, could, you have to have Kobe in that. Mm-hmm. Tom, yeah, Kobe for sure. Mike, LeBron. Uh, I, I don't know. I might put Bird up there, maybe top mm. five. I mess with Bird. Maybe. Bird's, my, Bird's in my top. And you know, just just you know, being a being a Mavericks fan, you know, I, I might try to squeeze, <laughs> only Mavericks fan I ever met. <laughs> I might try to squeeze Dirk up there somehow, some way. Top five. I think Magic probably Johnson not, said not. that his 2011 performance in the finals was the biggest, the best performance he's seen since Michael Jordan. So it's one of the greatest I mean, I final performances was, ever. I think it was what 26 points, almost 10, 11 rebounds. Was, he was up there for sure. I, I mean, mean, he big shots. And, hey, you know, you know, I don't, I don't think Mike was the only one with that flu game. <laughs> yeah, he had a little. And he, he was taking. <laughs> <and> Miami <laughs> Heat were making fun of him. They were making fun of him, and you know, the, the German Jesus came out and. <laughs> Okay, are there um, are there any uh players right now that you're you are really fun to watch for you or that you uh, like? Man, you know, over the last couple of years, you know, mm-hmm. since we drafted him, you know, Luca. You know, <laughs> hey, hey, Luca, can't Luka go Magic. wrong with that Luka one. Magic. You can't go wrong with that one. You can't. You can't go um, wrong with that. You know, one. he he's currently not my favorite player in the league. Mm-hmm. You know, since uh, LeBron, you know, came back to the Cavs back back in the day, you know. That's started, started messing with LeBron a little bit. Okay. So. All right. The king. Now, now you know he's LeBron. Now LeBron, you know he's. I I consider him the, the best player in the world. He has a strong case for him. Kareem, Jordan. I think we could say have the strongest cases for. Yeah. I think uh, I think there's been a big shift. Like ever since LeBron went back to Cleveland, there's mm-hmm. been a big shift because a lot of people when he first went to Miami, everybody was like, "Man, fuck him!" You know, there was the burning yeah. of the jerseys and all that. When he went back to Cleveland and they won that championship, everybody got back on with LeBron. And now he's like, to me, I mean, he's not. I mean, he's still hated, of course. People still. Yeah. LeBron's got all his haters, but I feel like there's been a big shift in like we love LeBron. Like it's I feel like, like he wouldn't have as many haters if he didn't like he wasn't on record saying like I I I, I did it. I like after that last championship in Cleveland, oh, I'm the best the player in the world. Yeah, when he said he was a goat. Oh, which one are you, t- you talking about? No, oh, the one in Cleveland? Mean... Yeah, when he won the one in Cleveland, and oh. then afterward, he like on his show, he was like, I did everything. Oh, yeah, I, oh, yeah. I'm the GOAT, da-da-da. Yeah. Well, I personally didn't like that. I don't know how many people actually watch that, but, like, what do you... What do you think about a player, like, proclaiming themselves as being the greatest of all time, you know, while they're still in their could, career? I could understand why people dislike it, but how I feel about it, if you, if you feel like you're the, the best at something or you're the, mm-hmm. the, the greatest at something... Mm-hmm. Express it. it. Everybody's gonna have a different opinion on something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like I was saying uh, to a couple coworkers a couple weeks ago, the next fifteen years there's gonna be another person that people oh, that yeah. could be better than, could be close to Zion in the next. Yeah, 10 Zion. Years. Giannis. Out of, Giannis out of like the next couple Luka, years. People. You know, like that. Luka, Some people have Giannis as a top player in the league right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's up there. Giannis is. I, it's, there. it's so hard for any. I can't see why anybody would hate Giannis. Giannis is just a fun <laughs> dude. Like at the moment. Yeah. Wait till he does something that people don't like. Then all of a sudden it's gonna be back hey, to. Hey, wait, you know, wait till he's he's in that uh, the Kevin Durant's position. Yeah. You know. I mean, it's just and it's you know he came up from like some thin dude in Milwaukee who used to run the break <laughs> nice and could do Euro dunks and now look at him completely dominating the league. Dominating. Because one, I mean, that's all success. I mean, he's on course for an MVP right now. Oh yeah, he's, he's, playing he's probably he's my favorite. A second. To be honest with you, like I feel, feel like he's the number. I feel like personally. Personally, as far as the, like, I can't they even have lie, him look, number one right now. Look, man, here's him, the, here's LeBron, the thing. and then Luka. first off, first off, as much as I love LeBron, yeah. I don't have him at number two. Mm-hmm. But Giannis, I can understand if they put him at number one because he is dominating on a level that uh, you haven't like haven't seen yeah. in the regular season in a like probably since Curry in 2016. Mm-hmm. Sometime around there, and then Russell Westbrook in 2017. He's averaging, he's averaging like 30. It's like 30, 30, 13. He's averaging Shaq numbers. But the thing Shaq about numbers. it is, yeah. he's only playing like 32 minutes a night. You know, most guys are playing like 37, 36 yeah. minutes a night. He's playing a little bit less and still mm-hmm. getting them numbers. So if he was mm-hmm. playing the full like 37, 38 minutes, who knows, man? 35, 15, and like who knows what the fuck he would put up. You yeah. know, not to mention he played like like when he came up against the Lakers, he played amazing. That yeah. yeah, that was all like, the big matchups he get up, he gets yeah. up for. You know, like he's ready for that type of stuff, and that's the type of player that I. Yeah. Type player you gotta admire, you know, somebody that wants to get up and be ready for everybody. Mm-hmm. But as far as um, while we're on the subject, wait, did you you finish? Do you, is there other like 
So top ten players of all time. Top do you have players. Do you have another five for us? Oh, give? another five. I, I like I, I put Magic in there. Mm-hmm. Magic is. Uh, mm-hmm. You got Magic. You got uh, obviously uh, Kareem. Mm-hmm. Kareem six championships. Marvin Keys and Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, pe- people say you know. Mike's the goat, but you know if he's the goat, you know. But you gotta. What does Cream like have to, to do to become the goat? Then? Right. <laughs> you know, Cream's got the oh, same I, kind I got, of accomplishments yeah, yeah. on him. You know, same uh, championships, more MVPs. There, there's just like honestly, great, so many great players. I, it's hard. I, don't, I don't know if I could like sweep out a, yeah. a, a solid ten. Like it, it's switching every. <laughs> It's every ridiculous, other day, ain't it? It's every ridiculous. other day, I, could, I find a new stat about one player. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, I mean, they're not... coming with them out of, the, out of nowhere now. And yeah. everybody's got, like, a different opinion that might sway yours. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? So everybody's everybody's got a little something that's different possibly for themselves. Like, I know on this show, even, when we were talking about um, our top five shooting guards, I had a totally different way of thinking about it than he did. Mm-hmm. And we ended up with two, di- two completely different okay, lists. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I'm saying? So, like, it just it all depends on taste and it's all a different perspective. As long as people ain't sitting here and saying that, you know, Langston Galloway is a top five player of all time, then we all cool. You know what I'm saying? Who's, uh... Or Saza Pachulia or, you know, motherfuckers like that. In your guys' opinion, who who is the greatest player of all time? Um, I the greatest. Oh, you, you, oh, you go, no, you go first. You go first. Okay, so the <laughs> you greatest. Like a mirror the, cat, dude. The, you were like, <laughs> I had I had an answer. Uh, the greatest player, because I, I love this one. The yeah. greatest player, like, meaning like accomplishments overall, like what they've done in their career. Yeah. I believe you know, no doubt, it's between like Michael Jordan and probably Kareem. Mm-hmm. You could probably add LeBron somewhere in that list as well, because I mean, he's put up such great numbers. I mean, by the time his career ends, he's gonna he's have I mean, a lot of records. He's already top ten in assists. You know what I'm saying? He's gonna have a lot of records. You know what I'm saying? He's gonna be on his way to become number one, and he's top ten. It's possible that he gets the number one spot in terms of total points. You know. All I time. So. I mean, it's possible. As long as he doesn't get like a massive injury or anything, I see it. I can see it. You know, I can he see him playing another five years. What? This is his second year under the four-year contract mm-hmm. with the Lakers. He goes to another team, goes out and think, falls out. I, I mean, think he'll LeBron stay in LA it. unless, like, except for the only thing, if somebody gets his son, they basically got LeBron because he really wants to play with his son before he mm-hmm. goes. You know what? For some reason, <laughs> I just hope the Mavericks that, that year before LeBron's son comes out, you know, the one. So I could, I could have myself a nice LeBron Mavericks jersey. LeBron, Luca, Bronny Jr. And uh, we might still have Porzingis. Who knows? Yeah. You know, Porzingis might grow out long hair and be dirt from like 2000, uh, you know, <laughs> early two thousands. You know. Hey, the older LeBron back. and Luca, I would love to see that anyway. Yeah, we'll see. But who? But what about you? That's my greatest player. Um, I don't really think like it, it depends on what you mean by greatest. Are we talking about championships or who was just the best player? I mean, well, that's like, what I was thinking too. Because best I, player would be different for me. And I think, and I think, greatest player. I, I like to think who's. I mean, you would say best. I would say best player. Right? Okay. Oh, okay. Well, okay. best player. Best. From, I think, as far as greatest, I think Kareem is like. Yeah. Kareem has the strongest case for me. I would put okay. him up there because. Yeah. But I mean, I don't think there's necessarily a greatest player. You know, it's different. It's hard to different eras. Mm-hmm. Fifteen years. Yeah. 20 years. I mean, look at how different the NBA back when Kareem is playing now. I mean. Yeah, you know, like a Michael Jordan. You know, if he ran around or I'm not ran around, but if he was in the league and he's like, damn, y'all can low manage. You know what I'm saying? Or, or damn, like y'all yeah. got this or like this. This is how you're supposed to eat or you know different yeah. things I mean, like that. It, it would change for Michael you. Jordan took everybody body the way LeBron does now with the you know what I'm saying? Hey, who knows, Mike? Might have been playing. Might have had eight championships. Mm-hmm. Might have. So it would be totally different. But my bet, your best player? My skill wise, got to give it to Kobe. Kobe, Kobe, Kobe. Oh. I, Kobe. I think Kobe had was the most skilled player in NBA history. I think the way the hard work that you saw him put in, that everybody knows yeah. he put in. I mean, the guy was like, he was with the seals getting waterboarded to like understand <laughs> how to act under pressure. Like that was like that's otherworldly. That's next level shit. Like I, I would say Kobe Bryant too for me because um you know you it's it's weird to find a person like in the, in the same body where he's got like he's got footwork on the level of H- Hakeem, mm-hmm. but then he can get hot like a Curry or a Clay, but then he's got the post fadeaway like a Michael Jordan, but then he can get up and slam it on you too. Like he had yeah. all these different things that he could do, even though he may not have been the most efficient, accomplished dude in the world. I think his skills just, Man, I think he had I the most skills. Cool, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've been thinking we've been thinking that one for months, like even yeah. before any uh, anything had ever happened with the uh, tragic thing. Like we were yeah. we were both kind of saying. I just that. think he's more. I mean, MJ had a lot of gifts that he didn't have. I think physically, MJ had the million dollar hands. Those hands were massive. They're around Kawhi Leonard's length. I yeah, mean, you could just palm the ball casually yeah. and just move it around. There's how many people that I've seen do that. Um, and Michael could jump a lot higher, and I think he was faster than Kobe as well. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I've never I've seen Michael get hot from the three point line in like two occasions maybe, but Kobe would just pull up <laughs> like it was nothing sometimes. Yeah. But what about uh, you? So best best player? Best skill. player. I mean, skill wise, you know. Uh, and I could see Curry. 
you know, I could see Curry. Because, I, I mean, skills-wise, I mean, how many more people are more skilled than I, I, Curry? I would, I would, you know, I, I would put... I would put LeBron up there as well. LeBron? I mean, that makes like, sense. I, ain't nothing wrong with that. I mean, you know... From top to bottom, he does it all. Top, I mean, he... He was like back back in his younger days. I, I think at some point he might have even you know lined up in the inner circle to for that for that tip off. He might have yeah. you know he might have played might have positions back at then. some point. Especially back then. I mean, imagine uh, somebody Carl Malone's height like and Carl Malone around his strength level running up like as fast as Russell yeah, Westbrook. That's that'd be insane. He, he doesn't have the best handles in the world, mm-hmm. but you know he, he has he gets there. No, he doesn't. He has what he needs. I think he's the best passer in the NBA. Legit, right now. Legit, 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 legit. Legit. I think personally, in my eyes, like top three passer I've ever, top three, top four, top five passer I've ever seen, like, like play the game, like he, ever seen. His passes are just like, um, yeah, on point. On point. Um, I mean, perfect. The way he, some of his like baseline passes that he throws, like from the other side of the three point line, is ridiculous. And how um, far ahead he thinks. But you know the only the only part of the game that I don't like of his is you know he kind of lays back on defense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Part of it, I know? mean this year he's up he's like yeah, the best defense like I mean, as, as far as defensive win shares he's number one. I I, I feel like I, I still see some some of these games. When he's yeah, he I mean he doesn't leave He's definitely not playing as hard on defense as he used to. You know, well, I mean that that's kind of home with age. You know. Yeah. He's, he's to me it was when he lost that um defensive player of the year award. Yeah. And, I, and then I mean he was really upset about that. that's when I kind of saw the defense. He's like, you're right, they're not gonna give it to me. Mm. Yeah. It's very subjective and it's kind of yeah. It's very you know like it's kind of, they don't necessarily look at the games necessarily. They're just kind of looking for a certain number in there. Mm-hmm. But uh. So is there anything I don't know? Like neither of us are like super uber Jordan fans here, like super uber. But is there anything that LeBron can do to take that mantle of being the greatest of all time in people's um, minds? I mean, with like I mean, yeah, he's I mean, thirty-five you, years you old. I think he's up there right now. But I, I think, like honestly, I, I think he's both the best skill mm-hmm. player and the greatest. Ever, and I think he's he's my greatest player mm-hmm. of all time. What do you think he can do for people but who are like huge Jordan fans who'd be like, hey, change what your mind? I think he, what he needs to do mm-hmm. before he retires, <coughs> I think he needs to at least match Jordan's six rings. Mm-hmm. For people to... Because if he has the six rings... Because that's what... Yeah. What, what are the Jordan fans arguing right now? It's oh, six, he has six and Jordan has six. six Jordan has six. Six and oh. Six and oh. Six mm-hmm. and oh. I think... It, it, you know, if LeBron could squeeze out maybe seven before he retires, there's <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> yeah. But, you know... It's going to be hard to kind of please them Jordan fans. Jordan again, fans, yeah, you know, especially living in the... Chicago? Radius yeah. of Chicago. It's gonna be hard yeah. to convince those. Oh yeah. I mean, I got, I got them on right now. So I mean, <laughs> it's very. I mean, like yeah. I, I got family members who grew up on Jordan, and yeah. it's like there ain't nothing you can do to make me think in my mind like that. Jordan, that anybody's yeah. better than Jordan, greater than Jordan. Like Jordan was what, what it was. Mm-hmm. But getting off those topics, what team do you expect to win the championship this year? And I mean, that could be different from what team do you want to win the championship this year? Well, the team that I honestly. I, I honestly, this, people might be like, what, really? Mm-hmm. But I could see the Nuggets just surprising Whoa, everybody. that's different. That's honestly, different. Just, just, that's different. I can know, see it, though. I mean, from top Jokic, to bottom, the stack of skilled players. Look at, Jokic looks like he's in probably best shape he's been in his Yeah, yeah. he said he I lost mean, around 40 pounds. <laughs> I think he's one of the best skilled big men's. In behind, in yes. this league behind. Yeah, probably. I think he's one of the big, best passing big men of all time. Yeah, he's definitely up there. Ridiculous. Like, I've only um, seen yeah. Divock ridiculous pass. I've only seen few uh, players. Yeah. that can big pass men, like that. Mm-hmm. Like that, that can, can pass. pass the ball like that. Um, but I don't know because it's honestly, I could see the Nuggets. You know, they could get this number one seed. You know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're they, on their way. They could they're second them. seed right now. So second seed. Yeah, but. If Paul George could come back healthy, then you know, yeah, stop being so fragile and <laughs> Kawhi, you know, doesn't do all this. Like, I don't think he'll do load management in the playoffs. I, I think he's I, ready to go. Nah, I, he's re- he's ready to go. I think playoff time uh, comes but, around. Yeah, I think it's honestly the two favorable teams are the Clippers and that's and, interesting. Uh, I mean, Lakers and the Nuggets. And I'm super high on yeah. the Nuggets. I'm super high on the Nuggets in the I, sense that really very young like team, the but they're chance. incredible on both and ends of the floor. And then Jamal Murray, man. Yeah, you know, I mean, he's going to be a top 10 point guard maybe one day if, if he keeps working eventually. with you. What do you think of Michael eventually. Porter? 
incredible, ain't he? Six eleven, he can shoot the ball like that. That's nice stuff right oh, there from a player. It went from a day in basketball to when Dirk was one of the few seven, like close to seven footers that could shoot. To mm-hmm. everybody can. Damn near every seven. Like, <laughs> damn near, um, that's a thing now. Seven, yeah. Everybody, every big man has to at least a mid range, yeah. but now, but I mean, I, I'd say that Dirk is still the best shooting big man of all time. Oh, yeah, hands down. I, yeah, I, he I, had I to like curry it. from deep, and it was so hard yeah. to block somebody seven foot like that, especially mm-hmm. on the fadeaway. Fadeaway mm-hmm. is up there with the sky hook, as far as and like MJ's fadeaway, as far as like legendary moves to me. That was about automatic as it gets. You weren't t- you weren't touching that no. one either. So that's... that was one of the things where like he goes to shooting, you're just like praying, like please mess this up because he had to mess up for him to miss. And I think people forget about that, like how good Dirk actually was, yeah. like how he good was... he actually was for real. That, that Plus he was a lifer. That was one of the things I really mm-hmm. respect. When you come to one team, you win. Even I don't care if it's one ring, two ring. If you play there your whole career, that's like he... that's big for me. There was really one time I was I was I was fearing the year KD went to the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen reports of yeah, Dirk that. might sign with the the Warriors. I was like, oh, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that. <laughs> I, I just like the Warriors even now yeah. because back when they were winning the three championships, mm-hmm. right? Everybody chanted the Warriors. Yeah. Where are they at now? Yeah, I mean now they're all uh, Where are Lakers, they at now? Lakers or Clippers fans. Lakers they're Clippers, Clippers, fans, Clippers. fans. Yeah, that's really they were Clippers not, fans. They were Warriors fans because they didn't like LeBron, so now they're Clippers. I'm fans. not gonna say I'm a I'm a Lakers fan, mm-hmm. but I'm a LeBron fan. So mm-hmm. where LeBron goes, that's what I'm do. gonna support that team. Mm-hmm. The Lakers are up there in the top five teams that I like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Mavericks, I get that. It's Mavericks much more of a player-driven league than it is was yeah. before, you know? Mavericks, though, that, that's always going to be my team over. And the Warriors, Warriors are interesting because you can go back now, especially. That's what, like, the Warriors might be the definition of bandwagon. Mm-hmm. Like, in the sense, like, I remember when they started getting know. off, and then all of a sudden you've seen all these Warrior fans yeah, showing up in school. I'm like, Denver, you were a Warriors fan before. <laughs> Miami, too, but. Miami had, What's like, the... In all sports or just basketball? No, this is just basketball. Just basketball. Because when the Warriors started winning in 2014, I'm like, they, you were you're a Warriors fan, dude? I thought you was a... Nobody, you? Nobody, I, no, I no, heard nobody, nobody talking about the Warriors. Man, you know what I'm saying? There's maybe two Warriors fans I knew back then. And then, and then I, started playing, I started playing 2K online. And everybody. everybody using the Warriors. I'm like, damn. They might be the definition of bandwagon, yeah, like, like yeah. for real. Because I remember only one person I knew, like my friend BJ, he was talking about like the Warriors in like 2012. He's like, I love Steph Curry, da 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 da. This CT like a also was a Warriors fan. CT, was CT yeah. was also a Warriors fan. That's right. I forgot. And he's a big LeBron Man. fan though. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's what I remember. I remember that. Oh yeah, the Warriors. I remember that. Like the big I had no problem with them in, until KD came there. I before they were just like they were a home built team. They <laughs> yeah, felt like wholesome. The, they were just and they were just better. They were just better than everybody else. You you had to add a, what a fifth All Star. Yeah. What the Marcus Cousins? Yeah. I mean, but I have if I whatever team I'm on, if I have the chance to sign KD, I'm gonna sign him. Yeah. yeah. That's my thing. Like that's that's I think on the Warriors but end. How, you know how what I'm saying? Gonna, I didn't. It wasn't. It didn't seem fair anymore. Now there me. are teams. Who have um, I remember they were saying Derrick Rose when my, when LeBron was leaving Cleveland mm-hmm. and about to go to Miami, he wanted to go to Chicago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Derrick Rose mm-hmm. said like Nah, Nah, I don't want you. Nah, I don't want that. So you they could have been like No, that but was, you know for an organization well, perspective, you, know, you like we gonna take KD if we can get KD. Yeah. You know. Derrick Rose probably like I'm out. You guys, you guys <laughs> LeBron, I'm going to Miami. <laughs> I think about it, man. LeBron coming to Chicago. That, that, that would have been, been crazy. Talk about the next MJ. The comparison what? with even more that would have been that like people would have probably switched their opinions so fast on LeBron. That probably would have been the only way to convince the Chicago fans. Pretty that, much, yeah, pretty much. Is, and even yeah. then, it'd be hard to convince them still because yeah. they'd be like, "Well, he ain't better than D Rose." Like you know, they'll yeah. still they'll put up a fight on anything, Man. bro. They'll put up a fight on anything. They don't care. No, I think I think D Rose might be uh, one of them. I, I, I hear people talk shit about D Rose till this day in Chicago. Yeah, I mean he. I but, don't get me know, wrong. I, he was an amazing him. player, but when they think of him like. Man, he was better than Westbrook is right now before he got. I'm like, dude, don't let me slap taste out of your mouth. Come on now, like West, that, Westbrook, he deserves a championship. I, yeah, there, I really hope this, he gets. The, there's this more part of my heart that just hopes that that's you know, my Rockets, that's my team that I want to get the there Rockets, to like satisfy the hunger for a championship mm, for James Harden and Russ. Know, that'd be like. You think that six six is gonna? Right. It's either we either gonna the, get destroyed in the playoffs like or they're well, gonna like run into the. I like, like the idea. Through I like the, the playoffs idea. though. Um. Okay. So here's it'll the be hard thing. when they face teams like Anthony Davis. The and big, yeah, yeah. When you face the Lakers, it'll be tough. What they what the big what they're gonna do is what the Jazz uh, what the Jazz did in the first game that they played the Rockets after yeah. that system. So what they did was that they put their big on Westbrook. They put so like enforced, bear, yeah they basically forced him to shoot and if you try to go to the rim he's gonna block it like every time but Westbrook still bumped his chest and like yeah Westbrook still strong bro. 
he's I ridiculous. Know, a couple years ago, I would say he was the best point. I, I don't know. I, I he's, feel like he's definitely up there. Up there, but you know. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I just, I, I think he's got yeah. a lot of the heart. The fact that he plays every game, like it's his last, every Man. possession, like it's his last possession. Mm-hmm. Goes 100%. Yeah. Every single I mean, time. he's, I think he's one of the closest players in the league to like back when it was like Kobe, Allen Iverson mm-hmm. back then. I mean, mm-hmm. just nonstop punching it in the paint. And then yeah. Warrior mentality yeah. on him every single time. And that's, 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 that's what I love about West. I mean, just the other night, he wanted to fight the whole Clippers roster. <laughs> so the whole Warriors roster. Wait, what? I, that I, I, I missed that game. What, like, what, basically, what it was like, they tra- he, um, they tried to hold him on a layup and then afterward, he like smacked dude in the chest and then like, he got in and it was a dude, he smacked the chest and then another guy came and took the ball out of his hand and then he was just non-stop like, just all, he was, Clay was on, he was arguing with Clay, Clay was in a suit on the bench and he was arguing with Clay. Everybody ended up getting his second technical. He was, he was in Andrew Wiggins' face. Uh, Andrew Wiggins was on the bench. He was just nonstop. He got ejected from the game. And you could tell, like the mental makeup. I remember a few years ago. I don't know if you remember this. This was like the year after. This was the year after his MVP, mm-hmm. like award. And they're playing the Raptors just on a random like midseason type shit. And he, I think he gets fouled or like mm-hmm. somebody got fouled. He's got the ball in his hand. And he's just sitting down there with the ball, holding on to it. Mm-hmm. Valanciunas tries to get it out of his hand. And he's like, man, stop. Like, he just jerks it yeah. away from him. And then Valanciunas tries to get it again. He's like, nah, get the fuck up off me. And then he, like, gets up in his face. And then in the fourth quarter, he scored, like, 20 points. Like, he'd be using shit like that to fuel himself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, he literally sat through the ball. Like, Come take it so I can get angry. Like, <laughs> he really just be like, like, when he gets angry, it's like either one of two things. Either he's uh, One thing you do know he's going to go hard as he possibly yeah. can. Yeah. That's the now, good whether that it. works out or not, that depends on who they're playing against. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be interesting to see them, um, see them go forward. That's who I want. That's that's who. I, if I could give anybody a ring in the NBA right now, be him or CP3. Yeah. If I could just give out a ring. Yeah. Another thing too, uh, Kevin Garnett, he was just mm-hmm. on all the smoke and he was talking about this. So he said like he heard that Kobe Bryant was waking up at like four, four thirty in the morning to go work out. Mm-hmm. And then so Kevin Garnett was like, well, I gotta do the same thing. I'm not gonna just let him beat me like that. He started working out at four thirty in the morning. Mm-hmm. But the reason why he ended up going to the Celtics is because he was working so hard. You know, working out at 4 30 in the morning working out two three times yeah. it's like damn you know the fans don't know that i'm, I'm working this hard you know what i'm saying or that i'm doing all this stuff yeah. in order but they just see me out there on the court and they just think oh i'm like a you know i'm not that good of a player compared to somebody else yeah so he was like i need to show people that i really am that type of player so that's part of the reason he went to boston and i know some players probably feel like that too they feel like damn you know i do all this shit and then mm-hmm. but it's, it's never gonna work out in my favor if i continue to play on this team yeah. who doesn't have the resources for me at the moment so I think that's part of the reason why some players do what they do. It's just interesting to see what Kevin Durant had did. Yeah. It was interesting to see. Was it was interesting, interesting to see. Move. And at first, I was like, fuck KG. I'm <laughs> out of here. I hate him. Because he was my favorite player at the time. But now I'm kind of like, why does he have to say that? Because I like him, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just, uh, to him, I'm just another fan. He doesn't know anybody anything. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, obviously, I think he went about it the wrong way. Yeah. And I would have liked him to go to maybe a different team. But I mean,. Then besides the word, like if he'd have gone to Boston and been like, you know what, that's tough. But I mean, that's not as bad as like the team that just like Molly watched you, you know? Yeah, it was. They it was, came back and like ran. He, he went to a team that came back from three. Yeah, like I mean, mm. they they ran back to three one sweep. They were like, you know, what, give me, we're taking all three games. Back. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. just like in that in this competitive environment that we live in, you know, whether you and just because like work I mean, stuff, I'm, you know what I'm I don't want to pull up it's old different. tweets about him because I know like oh, you talking about the 2010 yeah, shit? Yeah, because he made he gave fun like everybody going to Miami now, huh? And then he went and, like. <laughs> To the Warriors, like, yeah. I get exactly because like, I remember what's the name, and that's why that's why I don't like to use stuff like I that. Because I remember, speed, but I just I thought he had a different competitive nature. Nature about, about him, him. it was more like more like me against the world, you know. Mm-hmm. And everybody's got different levels of competitiveness in them. Like I feel like Kevin Durant, one of them type of people, like he's looking for like self discovery, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Through the game, like he's like, oh, I want to learn this and I want to learn this, and let's see how good of a basketball player I can be. Yeah. Whereas Westbrook, you know, if they lose a game, he's gonna stay up all night, like fucking pissed off about it. You know what I'm saying? Like there's different levels of competitiveness involved in this. Yeah. And he's got just kind of a a little bit something different that ticks in his head, I feel like. Mm-hmm. What rookies this year, like, or what rookie this year is really impressive? Mm-hmm. So rookie far? or second year player. Or second year player, too, because uh, like, second year players are really blowing up, too. Rookie and second year players. Obviously, I mean, Luca showed that. Yeah. And it's, I mean, second Luka's year a, player, man. Luca's looking like a top 10, top right, 5 player right now. Uh, but, man. you know, you got John Moran from the. Love John Moran. We both love John Moran. We both love John Moran. <laughs> That's my Cavs. favorite rookie. That's my Cavs. yeah. I got no but, beef with Zion, but I I mess with Zion. But you know, if, if Zion could just perform the way he you know, if he could just continue to or get out there, play. That's all all they need to do is just play. Mm-hmm. If they take off the, do they still have him on the minute restrictions? No, nah, he's, he's, he's he's playing full now. Force now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just had twenty five oh, yesterday. Damn. Mm-hmm. If he could just continue to do that, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's close. It's, I think rookie of the year will be decided by the eighth seed. I think if they can take the eighth so. seed from the Grizzlies, oh. I think it'll be Zion's award. 
And then you got, you know, you got uh, Bridges from the... The Hornets. Hornets. They yeah. don't. He, no, he doesn't get talked about enough. Even on this show, he doesn't get talked about yeah. enough. He's talented, man. Really good. Uh, Devontae Graham. Devontae Graham is a torch. Yeah, on man. the Hornets. A torch on the Hornets. There's man. a lot of young players that. I think people be sleeping on Aiden a little bit in this because you know Phoenix mm-hmm. is such a yeah. small team and they're yeah. not doing anything at the moment. But Same he's going to be great. Them, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just a small team, but Aiden can really, really ball. I think he's yeah, after like 18 really to 12. Player. I think he's like uh, he looks like I like Joel Embiid or Young Joel. Mm-hmm. Jaron Jackson is really, man. really balling over on Memphis. He's doing his thing as well. Um, of course, my my personal favorite, second favorite, uh, second. Second uh, year player is Trey Young. I love Trae what Trey Young's yeah. been doing so far this year. I love what he's been doing. And we get we got into a debate about that. Um, not not about the top ten thing. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. About the top because he said he's not a top ten point guard in the NBA. I say he is. I just so, don't like right now. Like I, I just mean, think he's good. And I you think can't deny it's a what he's skill, doing. but like. To me, to validate that you can be a top ten, you have to do it while winning. Like you have to do the stats plus the winning. You know. I think I mean, that's like any. I, I don't think I'm not gonna say any player, but like. There are a lot of players in this league. Like Clay Thompson's never got a shot at winning, but the reason, like, he could, if he was averaging like 26 on a team by himself, he wouldn't be a top three shooting guard. Mm-hmm. You know, people wouldn't pick him over you James know. Harden in the cl- like if a playoff game you need to win. But like to be able to do what you can do and still win, yeah. that's that's to me what makes you a top ten. I think that's, I, I mean, that's that's fair and that's a lot. But I think we gotta knock. Down, I want to knock down that wall. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I feel like there's so many players out here who be balling legit, and it's just like, look, man, like I got two rookies that are starting with me and they're still getting their feet under them. They don't even know really what's going on at the moment just yet. We got one guy who got suspended 25 games in John Collins. Mm-hmm. And then, you know what I'm saying? Like, we just kind of, I don't know what I'm really working with here. And then that's the part where I'm like, okay, you know, so even Devin Booker, yeah, like Devin Booker's balling out of control. One of the better shooting guards in the NBA. Like I will keep that on my mind yeah. like forever. Well, you know what I'm saying? The shooting guard list is a little bit smaller than the point guard list, but the point guard list is just so elite to take And I feel like <clears throat> Trey Young, like what he's been able to do, There's he's just, Incredible at 21 years old, so I, I like the way he plays as well yeah. as John Moran. I love the way both of them play. <clears throat> is there any other like? Is there any teams that have surprised you this year? Surprised me. This I know year? for me it's the Raptors. Miami for me. Uh, well, I don't know the Raptors. I would agree with Jelani. No, I think the they win in a series, but I think I I didn't think that the Raptors were going to fall off that hard. Like mm-hmm. I didn't. I thought they would still be a competitive team like they are now. But Miami has come out of nowhere. I thought Miami yeah. was gonna be a dog shit team. Bam, out of bio. Yeah, Please, great you know. player, great surprising player, player. excellent player. Yeah. Arguably nice. most improved player in of it. Really, yeah. really yeah. looking at it right now. Yeah, that I'm thinking up. about it. Him, I mean, Brandon Ingram, and maybe a couple other people. But Devontae yeah. Graham as well as up here yeah, that, as well. I love the way he's played this year. But is there a surprise? So you say the Raptors? Yeah, because I, I, I feel like I, I, thinking that you you had Kawhi, you won the championship yeah. last year, mm-hmm. and then you lose. You could argue him being the best player in the world. Yeah, like, one of them, right definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, but thinking that you lose the player who got you to a yeah, the and biggest shot in, M- in arguably NBA history mm-hmm. in that corner shot, and then shooters bounce. Yeah. <laughs> so and then, I think I'm. I gotta give props to Pascal Siakam for just stepping oh, up and basically yeah. like, being like, "Hey, yeah. I'm. It's my team now." Hey. Big time, man. Is there any team that's disappointed you? Like, I know for me, it's been me? Portland. Portland so far has been the disappointing um, team this year for me. Record-wise, the Rockets disappointed me a little bit. Mm. You know, because some people were debating. I mean, uh, picking them to be the first seed yeah. in the West. I mean, <clears throat> this year, some people were disappointments. You know, um, Philly too. Philly big disappointment. I kind of, I, I can't say that I didn't see that one coming with Philly. I just thought I saw that one. Coming I thought they were Philly. arguably with their roster, like Al Horford, Joel Embiid, Tobias Harris, yeah. Ben Simmons. Like they were like arguably mm-hmm. one of the best teams on paper in the league, especially with all the length that they have on the yeah. floor. I don't know. I, I can't say there's a team that's disappointed. Dis- disappointed, but mm-hmm. you know, just teams that I didn't a little bit. Yeah, like you know. Yeah. I know the Bulls aren't the best team in the world, but come on. Come on. <laughs> you know what? Here's the thing. So me and my friend be arguing about this, and we think the Bulls can be so much better yeah. than what they really are. Yes. And it's like I, I don't, I'm not saying they should be like, oh, well, they should be, you know, a top two team in the East. But I feel like this is a legit top six, seven team, like in the Eastern Conference, mm-hmm. as a like talent wise, looking yeah. at what they have. It's just that the coaching in the front office is just so like mind boggling to me. I, I don't I get feel them. like it's all Chicago sports. Just every owner <laughs> needs to sell their team. You see what I'm saying? Just restart the whole like My front Lord. office and everything. Because man, the Chicago Bears ain't doing anybody no favors either. They, they just need uh, <laughs> just the front office. That's what I feel like it all comes down mm-hmm. to. And I feel like their relations. 
They uh at the first take when they had Chicago um, All Star Weekend, mm-hmm. the chant the crowd was chanting fire guard packs. Mm-hmm. They were chanting like for real. So I don't know if they're gonna if they really gonna go through with that one, but that that's to the me, only I'm time like, they just been watching from the Chicago. So they had to say <laughs> I was like, damn, that's crazy. But is there uh any players? Any like, players really surprised you? Surprise me, oh. Making a disappointing factor or uh for the uh, you said what? For a disappointing factor or just surprise mm-hmm. like just surprise, like surprise in terms of like what dang I know he was like that good or he was gonna step well, up like that. Um, for me, um Trey Young, I, mm-hmm. I wasn't I am not a fan of, you know, a, a sh- like shooters. That's yeah, really, uh, guys like, who shoot it from real deep far. Yeah, you was, know, mm-hmm. I didn't expect him to really like just like come up. I do mean, like he's, been, like he's making he's the conversation mm-hmm. him or Luca. No, like he's yeah. Really, yeah, like mm-hmm. and I think I think I think he started slow last year, so a lot of people were like, because eh. I mean, in the beginning of the year, is, obviously yeah. Luca was like hands down, but then he kind of got in, like he started hitting game winners for the last season. Being, like, talk about who could, and that's gonna be the talk probably for their entire careers. Yeah. Is there any player for you? Um, surprising surprise player to me, I got to give it to either. Jimmy Butler, I didn't think he was gonna go off and like I didn't think he was gonna take that Miami squad to the next level to so, like, yeah. hey, we're like a surprising team. Or I gotta go with uh maybe Kemba. I didn't think he was gonna do as good with the Celtics as he has been. That's a that's a good yeah. one. I mean I don't think I, I don't think people had high I expectations. Think, I don't have him. anybody that surprised me like statistically. Like I would then come into the league like, oh like I I, I think everybody has the ability to do what they really what powerful things. I think James Harden has been a little disappointing towards the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. Like towards the all star break. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. But as, besides that, no really surprises for me. I would say for me and I'm really debating in my head right now, but I mean, I, I really don't. I really don't know if anybody thought Pascal Siakam was going to average twenty five points a game this year. Like, I don't, I don't think anybody think was. Thinking I think he was going to be twenty, but I didn't think it would be up, like up to yeah. twenty five. I didn't know he was going to. I didn't know that. He started. So I knew he was taking started. the helm as far as score. Yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. He was taking the scoring helm from Kawhi Leonard. Like, mm-hmm. I just didn't. I was like, I don't know. Like, I think he's a good player, but I didn't know he was like this. So that's that'd be my probably my one player. Is there anything that we need to anything that we really need to hit on? I think Sorry, we hit on every damn it. thing. Is there any questions you got for us here? Right? I I got one more for you before you do that. Okay, right now, who's your top five most elite players in the league right now? Oh, in order, one oh, to bottom. Sh- damn, most elite. Yeah, oh, most shit. elite. Because there's like there's top tier and then there's elite and then we're, that's when we're talking about Giannis, Braun, okay, Kawhi. Well, well, my top five elite players. If everybody's healthy, of in course. Order? If everybody's healthy. In order. Yeah. yeah. I got LeBron at one. Okay. Kawhi at two. Mm-hmm. Giannis at three. Mm-hmm. Uh, damn. Uh, Is KD up or next or no? Uh, healthy, right? Yeah, I'll be yeah, healthy. Yeah, if they're fully healthy, KD, mm-hmm. you gotta put KD up there. And then if they're fully healthy, I would. Uh, I, I think I put Curry in there. Mm-hmm. So that's your top five most elite players. Five. That's a solid fully healthy, yeah. Most of those are in my list, too. It may not be the same say, order. What's your, what's your, uh, uh, what's if, your... In order for me, right now, um, I can't put Kawhi above Giannis because of the yeah. load management. It's mm-hmm. hard for me to do that for him. Mm-hmm. And Because uh, LeBron didn't... Now that we're more into the season, it's easier for me to put LeBron above Kawhi. But at okay. the beginning of the season, it was like he didn't make the playoffs. Kawhi run a ring. I had to put him above Kawhi above him. So I'll go Giannis. Okay. Ron. Because, I mean, Kawhi... I'm not going to say he's been disappointing, but he hasn't been playing the level I thought he was at. Yeah. Then Kawhi... KD, and then I think when he's like really like when he has when he has the heat, James Harden. I'll go with yeah. Okay. Uh, I would go with my list is gonna look totally different from y'all. I have, I think I I did this earlier for the first episode. I did one. But I have to switch it around a little bit just because I'm like, damn, yeah. like now I'm seeing things a little bit. I, I was like, switched, I, the beginning of my, I had LeBron, um, I had LeBron at second and Kawhi at number one. Like Giannis okay. was at number three for me at the beginning of the season. I have KD. Number one, KD. Yeah, KD is gonna be my number one till KD gets old and <laughs> does some do. I mean, cause I just I know from a playoffs perspective, I know what he brings. Yeah. Um. So KD, I I still, in my opinion, I still love Kawhi. So I got Kawhi at two. I got Bron at three. I can't put. I'm as much as I love James Harden. There's no way in hell I can sit here and rationalize that Giannis isn't above him at the moment. So I would say Giannis and then James Harden will be my five. And I don't. I don't. I would have probably have Curry at Curry at six, but it's. I, It'd be hard for me on mm-hmm. that one, but yeah, those would be those would be my five players, mm-hmm. and that's about pretty that's pretty much that's pretty much it. That's, pretty much it. that's yeah. pretty much it. And so we're gonna that's all the NBA just ran it down with Uriel. I love love talking about that with you. That was some interesting insight. Yeah. You gave some because a lot of people they kind of give the, the same they answers, and he gave some yeah. you gave some really I mean, good answers. Right top five was basically identical, just in order. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. So um, 
We're going to get back to you guys. We're going to be talking about Wilder and, F and Fury 2. That should be a very interesting one. Just a casual insight. Jelani Smith, Dakota Mitchell, Uriel, stay tuned. Back on Just a Casual's Inside, episode 19. We told you guys what we were going to be talking about, so let's get right into it. Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury is the rematch tonight, and I'm guessing the main event is going to be at 10 o'clock tonight. Mm -hmm. Tyson Fury comes in, comes in 29 and 0, 20 knockouts. Deontay Wilder, big knockout, big knockout puncher. 42, 42 wins, no losses, 41 knockouts. Let's just get directly into it. Fight predictions. Who do you think is going to come out? I haven't watched a whole lot of boxing, but from one, what Fury said, like, I mean, he was underweight in the last fight. He still, basically, a lot of people think he won the fight. Mm -hmm. he, now he's at regular weight. If Wilder couldn't beat him on his worst night, how is he going to beat him on his best night now that he's actually ready for the fight? Mm -hmm. And so, so for that reason, uh, back to he's bigger now, uh, I just, I think Fury's going to win, personally. I have Fury as well, because I feel as though, I feel like, I, I feel like he knows, he's kind of like realized he's gone back in the film and he's looked kind of and yeah. probably been able to exploit Wilder's weaknesses a little bit, mm -hmm. especially because Wilder's not the tightest fighter, the most technical guy in the world. Mm -hmm. And I feel like Fury, as you said, did outbox him in that yeah. fight. He's got the better technique out of the two. And if Wilder gets tired, he's prone to a lot of shots going in. So I feel like Fury's going to win this one by decision. I... I see Fury winning, but I, I think he's going to... Knock him? I think he's going to knock him out this, this fight. Um... I think he's what he said he plans on well, doing. What people don't realize is if they go back and watch that first fight um, in like three or four different rounds, towards the end when Wilder got a little crazy, mm -hmm. Fury caught him with some good shots and mm -hmm. that stunned him and wobbled him. Mm -hmm. um, Fury was like 256 last fight. I think he weighed in yesterday at 273. So he's heavy. So that's a... That's a yeah, 20 and, pounds weighs a lot more. And what people are saying is it doesn't look like it's like out of shape. It looks like yeah. it's just solid muscle mass. And if he has muscle behind <sighs> already a good polished boxing base, like mm -hmm. already a better boxer, all he needs is power and it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting it's, fight. It it's be, gonna be a very be, I think it's gonna be a very, very good fight because Wilder is not no just he ain't no nobody. Yeah, this is hard. one of the most yeah, known hard. and he's got heart gladiator mentality yeah. about him. gladiator mentality yeah. about and both that's the interesting thing both about this whole thing. Both of them got that warrior gladiator. Yeah, both mentality of them are definitely like very much competitive so. people. No, like you know what I mean. Like when Wilder hit him with that last shot, I thought yeah, I'm like, okay, he ain't getting yeah, he ain't getting back up on this one. People always say it, but it like I stand like. People online when they say it was some Undertaker stuff from WrestleMania, like he yeah. sat, sat that up was and crazy. got off out of nowhere. That was crazy. I think if he, I think, I, I think the fact that he put on weight and that he's like prepared more for oh, this yeah. fight will be a big difference. Because mm -hmm. I think if he'd have stayed in the foot on his feet last last fight, he would have won for sure. Oh yeah, if he didn't go down that twelfth round, he would have won. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I mean, especially if he stays on his feet this time. I mean, it's easier said than done. But how strong yeah, Wilder is. I mean, I can, I can just say, like, hey, stay on your feet. Like it's not, mm -hmm. it's not that easy. That's like saying stay in front of Russell Westbrook. And Wilder can be a little bit unpredictable with the shots coming in so yeah it'll be it'll be a very 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 interesting fight to see is is fury the most entertaining boxer in the game today um, i mean I, I know the trash talk game he's got going on is pretty damn well, good well um you know i would i would say so because like he's really besides deontay wilder he's the only other fighter that's out there out like outspoken outspoken mm -hmm. yeah like he's really out there very kind of a great and i think boxer is um, kind of missing very kind of yeah regular, like Calling his shots, saying yeah. what they're gonna do. Um, especially with the, he, especially with the especially with the heavyweight division. Yeah, he put and it's the heavyweight division. Mm -hmm. When's the last time that you had fighters like fighters that, you like know? this in the mm -hmm. heavyweight division? Because you had a lot of guys who kind of just stuck to their, especially the Klitschko brothers, you know, when yeah. they were in, they were kind of humble and they didn't really talk much and they were just, yeah, we're going to come out there and we're going to do it. But Tyson Fury, you know, he wants to get in there a little bit. He wants he to talk. He called out Vladimir Klitschko. And honestly, that that's another way I can see the fight going the way that put, that he did. With Klitschko. With Klitschko, mm -hmm. just jab and try to. Yeah, I don't think. Range. From what I've heard, I don't think Deontay is like, can go the distance with, with Fury. As far um, as like, I don't think he can like keep up his face. Conditioning wise, conditioning wise. I, I don't think see the either. weight this time is going to play a big factor, but the biggest factor is uh, he trained, he switched training camps from uh, his last fight with uh, oh, Wilder. Wilder. Mm -hmm. He went to a training camp that kind of like prides themselves on. Putting people to sleep, like knocking people out. Yeah. Okay. So it's gonna be fun. He's already a better <laughs> boxer, and if he's working on the stuff 
I think he has more stamina, too. So, yeah. I mean, imagine somebody like him trying to knock you out for 12 rounds. There's no way. That's tough. And I know some people might think, well, why don't Wilder just get better with his technique and stuff like that? And the thing about it is I can see Wilder as one of those guys who's very overconfident. Not yeah. overconfident because, I mean, he's got 41 knockouts. You know what yeah. I'm saying? He's probably thinking in his head, if I get him in one shot, it's going to be it's gonna yeah. be lights out with this one, even though that first fight. But as a, as a fighter, I can see Wilder coming in and still being completely confident in the ability to knock so, him out. So before the last fight, the one thing that I think that Deontay Wilder spoke 100% truth on is mm-hmm. that he said Tyson Fury has to be – 100% perfect for all 12 rounds. Mm-hmm. I only have to be perfect for one second. Yeah, exactly. And that's the truth. That's the thing about Wilder. That's one the punch thing about Wilder. Put anybody out. That's yeah, I mean, you Wilder. can never prepare for how hard you have to get hit. Like, you can never sit here and be like, all right, it's going to have to hit me this hard for me to be knocked out. You <laughs> yeah. know? That's just, that's not up to you. That's, that's completely up to your brain. Yeah, exactly. So, so it's, it's going to be I mean, a good fight. To be fair, though, you can prepare as much as you want, but I mean, if somebody hits you that hard, you don't have a choice. Hmm. You don't have a choice but yeah. to go down. If you're. I don't want to downplay Deontay though. I think he will come in like I think he'll be cleaner this fight. Oh, I this think, will be yeah. yeah. This will be one of those. I think fights he'll be ready for it. You know, I think I don't think Fury was the only one that went back and watched tape. And yeah, I you think know what I'm you saying? have yeah. to after that. Like yeah. he he probably went back and tried to crisp up on some of the mm-hmm. stuff that he could have done better last mm-hmm. fight. And I think I, mean, I think people um like I think all of us here prefer. Fury, but we can definitely see Wilder I winning just, the fight. Yeah. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? We could definitely see Wilder I, it's winning. Anybody, the fight. I still say it's anybody's fight. I just mm-hmm. if I had to bet money, I bet it on Fury. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's all that really is. But I could definitely see Wilder walking away with this fight mm-hmm. uh, win. So it's it's just like with a lot of other stuff like in the NBA going on. You can see this is what I prefer, but yeah. but I can definitely see the other way around. Yeah. So that's basically how I feel about the Clippers and Lakers. You yeah, can Clippers see the and Lakers, Lakers winning, or you can see the Clippers yeah. winning. Mm-hmm. But, but you have to pick a favorite. Yeah. So for you, preferably, boxing or UFC? Which one boxing draws you UFC. in a little bit more? Um, well, UFC is what got me into like the combat sports. Mm-hmm. So uh, Definitely UFC for you? Probably more UFC, um, but boxing, <laughs> the last couple years have just been... They've been entertaining, man. They're getting back to their... To get... Guys like him are really helping out. Mm-hmm. I was going back to the days. And the like, lighter fighters that, are that's good. My, that's my type of fighter. Any mm-hmm. type of fighter is just somebody who can talk trash and back it up. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the most entertaining person yeah. like in boxing when you have somebody who can draw like that and, mm-hmm. and be able to do stuff like that. And that's why I like... Uh, like we were talking about before we got on there and we were talking about Conor McGregor. And I feel like yeah. if he was in the if he was in boxing, my God, he'd be making about as much money as Floyd Mayweather he does. Would, legit. Like, if make, he boxed from the age he started MMA... Mm-hmm. By the time he was this age at 30, mm-hmm. I think he'd already have more money than Floyd does. Yeah, like, I mean, and if we're talking about Floyd, who's like a, what, damn near a billionaire. Conor McGregor's already, he already, he's probably already maybe halfway to what Floyd is worth. Not to mention, I have no, no, like, this to Floyd Mayweather, but I think Conor's fights would be much more entertaining themselves. Yeah, uh, that's Floyd, the- Floyd was a... Defensive fighter. Defensive fighter. Yeah. So fighter. he didn't like to get hit much, and he mm-hmm. really didn't put himself in the position to get mm-hmm. hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which Connor, is why some people weren't messing with him. Yeah, yeah. Bit, you know. Connor was I mean, that's, yeah, no diss him. I think he's still like no. the one of the best, if not the best yeah. fighter mm-hmm. right now. Like, but I just think that that's the only his only drawback is that sometimes his fights aren't the most entertaining mm-hmm. ones. Sometimes, and sometimes that's my one gripe with him. Well, mm-hmm. no, that's I have another gripe with him because I can't get mad at the whole defensive fighter thing because I'm like, okay, well, you got to protect yourself. You, you know, got, I mean, it's the, you don't want to get hit. That's yeah, the point. And hit the guy those more times. Hit the guy more than you get hit. Yeah, my thing is what that Conor McGregor never does, and I like that about Conor McGregor. He's got that real spirit about him, whereas I feel like Floyd Mayweather sometimes he kind of ducks people a little bit. Yeah. Like he's I feel all, like he's all about the money. Floyd, you know what clearly, I'm saying? Yeah. Clearly, like he's like if the money ain't right, I don't want to fight because I felt like years ago if he had he fought Manny Pacquiao, it might have gone different. If he fought Manny Pacquiao, it would have gone different. Three or four years. That's prior what I'm thinking. To what he when he did. That's what I'm, th- I'm thinking. It would have been a different fight. I think Floyd could have ended up on. I his, think it's smart. Yeah, back, you know, it's smart. That's smart. It's smart. Why lose if you don't have to? But at the same, it's not a warrior spirit. At that time, he wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't pretty boy Floyd no more. Mm-hmm. He was. He was uh, just. He was just. I mean, he was Floyd. Floyd. He was, then we were he was still Floyd Mayweather. And let's not talk about how like good Pacquiao was back then. Like, oh uh, man! Pacquiao. And I feel like I don't want to say he was scared. I will not go. I will not say he's scared. But I knew that he was watching Manny Pacquiao it's string a, together knockouts. It's on just guys. a smart business decision. You know, yeah, it was smart. I mean, let's I like say saying, that. would I play the Warriors tonight or wait till they're tired tomorrow <laughs> night? Like, I'd, I'd wait. Yeah. And you know, Conor McGregor, he don't really duck people. You know what I'm saying? He's key he fights. He I fights. Think some, he, I think for him, sometimes it's more about like he wants to fight you instead of mm-hmm. wanting to It's not just about the money. Mm-hmm. He wants to just go out there and prove that he's he, the best. You know what I mean? At, and at this point of his career, he, he doesn't have to worry about money. He yeah. has. Mm-hmm. I don't think he, Floyd doesn't either, but he still he's, wants as much yeah. as possible. Uh, 
Floyd or McGregor, he he's doing more than I see any other combat sports athlete doing right now. Absolutely. His uh his whiskey, mm-hmm. one of the uh, sponsors for the the fight tonight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Floyd knows he's, what he's doing. He knows he's, he's the doing. only other fighter that has a sponsor on the UFC canvas. He's the only UFC fighter that has their own sponsor yeah. on the canvas. Yeah, marketing wise, yes. the guy is definitely not stupid. Just when it comes to like reading ability, then that's we have a problem. <laughs> and we gotta we gotta get into we gotta get into. Uh, right, I want to talk about one more thing yeah, when yeah, it comes yeah. to oh, we're talking about Floyd. Uh, just a discussion. Floyd Mayweather said that he, without a doubt, should be the no disrespect to LeBron James, he should be the fighter of the decade. Oh, the athlete of the decade. Yeah, athlete of the decade. Um, I would I would disagree <laughs> because. That's tough. Mm. From what we're talking, 2010 to 2020, 2019. Or, or 2019, 2019 mm-hmm. like between that mm-hmm. time span, um, Floyd last fought like with him consistently fighting. I think it was, uh, who was it? What was it? The, it was Brad? the McGregor fight, right? Or? Well, I mean, his last actual boxing fight was against McGregor in oh. 2016. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 2016, 2017, sometime around there. So that was already three years ago. Mm-hmm. But then before he didn't fight since uh, I think it was some, uh, Timothy Bradley That's back right. in like 2000, 2015. Mm-hmm. So he had That's in right. the in like the last seven years he might have had like three fights. Yeah, mm-hmm. the difference between LeBron who has to play eighty two games every LeBron season. LeBron played. Playoffs. He made the finals the last. He's made the finals the, almost the last decade. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can't really. It's really hard to you know. You I get really it though. Argue against that. Mm-hmm. Only I, yeah, only the one time that he missed was against the last year. Last year. He didn't miss the playoffs. And the playoff. We're talking about the playoffs. He hasn't missed the playoffs since two thousand five. Mm-hmm. And I think so. <coughs> last year. As far as consistency goes, it goes to LeBron for sure. But yeah, performance wise, that I think that might be a harder argument. The big thing is what Floyd Mayweather is. He's undefeated. Yeah, you know, being an undefeated for the de- for decade, he that's can, tough to do in boxing. You know what I'm saying? On, I mean, he's not only undefeated for a decade. He's undefeated like ever ever he's been yeah. he's had film where people could go back and watch and say hey mm-hmm. this is how you beat him but mm-hmm. comes in every fight and somehow he wins and he's got the target on his back every time mm-hmm. but i do feel i do agree with that i do agree with the whole lebron sentiment on that one i feel yeah. like i can't i can't see I can any see other athlete being LeBron, but i get it though i get yeah. it though absolutely 100%. i mean anybody who's gone undefeated their whole career oh, they yeah. should would argue mm-hmm. would i obviously be like hey i i deserve athlete of the decade mm-hmm. but you you haven't fought since you fought yeah. mcgregor really so mm-hmm. that, that's three years ago so yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know if you could take really that time off mm-hmm. and do you think that well, while not not with the athlete decade getting off that a little bit with Conor with Conor McGregor, what was I? What was I? Was, damn, I just had a whole thing that I was going to say about Con- Wow, I really just lost my train of thought on that one. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We'll wait for you. Uh, <laughs> it was something. Oh my gosh, it was about Conor McGregor, but I can't remember exactly what it was. All right, I'll get back to it a little bit later. You want to show the uh, the clip? All right, so we're gonna show for you guys uh, uh, Jason Whitlock's trying to turn things into a racist thing between him and Christian Fury and uh. <laughs> Wilder, if I hate Jason Woodlock, just to fight my least favorite analysis that oh, I've ever man. heard. <laughs> <laughs> this All right, be fun. so guys, just take a listen real quick. Now, in the first fight, there was a bit of a racial element to the pre-fight coming up, and boxing has a long tradition of... I'm, black... I'm not so sure about that, though. You know, I'm Go not ahead. so sure there was no racism in the fight. I didn't say anything. No, 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 not racism, but, like, there was a racial element to the pre-fight Hyping the fight, they use great white hope versus black fighters, a traditional yeah, storyline. Yeah, human beings, it doesn't matter if you're black, white, pink, or green. We share the same blood, we share, we are human. This fight isn't uh, a racial war between blacks and whites. This is, a, this is a fight between the two most high-performance heavyweight on the planet, going toe-to-toe. There's nothing racial about this fight. I've got nothing against Deontay Wilder as a man, and he has nothing against me as a man. But as two fighters, we really want to give it each other. So that's basically the whole... I'm not going to play the whole, like, eight-minute yeah. bit because then I'm basically just putting their show on this one. But uh, I just thought the whole thing was, like, ridiculous, you know? It's, it's very interesting to me. It's very interesting. Um, it is. I mean, the last fight, they... It was just probably a misunderstood... Mm-hmm. Kind of thing going on. Kind of thing, like, Jason Whitlock, you know... God bless, but you know sometimes he might not be the yeah the most brightest. <laughs> I, I don't like him at all. But um, you know, uh, it went back to the Tyson Fury saying that talking about him as a gypsy, mm-hmm. going back 200 years, his people were fighting, and Deontay Wilder said, "Well, my people have been fighting for 400 years." Meaning, 
Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not. Oh, that, I don't want to. I'm, I'm gonna say the usual thing is neither of you were fighting. Yeah, that they, much. them so, personally, I, it, it might go back in your bloodline. Yeah, but I but mean, you as like, you're you're doing okay right now. So yeah. we'll say that much. We do. Both of you guys are doing okay. Money wise, nobody is physically. We're both comfortable. Harmed yeah, in any way. I well, think, I mean, you look like you have an interesting thing to say about No, this, I was just... Yeah. No, I mean, you just look like you're deep in thought. So it's, uh, it, was, it was just about Whitlock. Like, it's kind of interesting to me how somebody who, like, sometimes when racist things happen yeah. or prejudiced things happen, and he's, like, the one person that would be like, that wasn't racist, what is he talking about? And now he's trying to put a, now he's trying to put a racial narrative out there, a racial angle out there. Yeah. Whether it was uh, mis- misunderstanding, I can understand that or yeah. not, but it's kind of weird coming from Whitlock. I, like I said, I mean personally, not a fan of not a fan of him on this. Not a fan of him on this show I personally. Think, I think due to the joke, at I least just, anything NBA related, I think is a joke. Sometimes I don't understand exactly the angle that he's coming from yeah. on something. So that that's just the only part that bothers me. Like the part about, I mean, what you guys are saying about, um, you know, pain from 400 years ago and stuff like that, I agree with. Of course, Deontay Wilder is not the one that has to go through that as of right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I can. Yeah, I'm fine with him saying like it affected him and all. That's mm-hmm. completely understandable. But like. I mean, there were, I don't like that he came up with that as, as a like, counter argument. Like, you've been doing this, what I've been doing? Like, come on, dude. Like, that's like, get out of here. Like, mm-hmm. you scored five points, I scored six. Like, that's, like, that's the equivalent of what he's doing, you know? Like, yeah, it yeah. just sounds ridiculous. And I think he's just kind of, maybe he might be speaking to some people besides himself, but yeah. um, that that whole Jason, I, mean, I can get all into Jason Whitlock and the stupid shit that he says sometimes, but I will not do that. It's just kind of weird to me coming from him that he would try to bring something like that. Yeah. Like on some Larry Bird, Magic Johnson type yeah. shit. Oh, we finna make up a whole angle just to make, oh, Great White Hope versus the, you know? you know what I mean? Like it's just, I think, I think on, the bro. fight is hyped enough with them drawing last time and that being their only time not getting dubbed. I let's don't not need add, to add that. You know what I'm saying? Let's not add no divisiveness to they this Let's not turn into a race thing. thing. You know? You know we already got the <laughs> like back then, boxing was, because you know, you had people back then like, okay, you had black, you had black people versus white people in a sense where it was like, okay, we cheering for Joe Lewis. Oh no, we going for, you know what I mean? Like it was, it meant something when like a white person or a black person beat somebody in a boxing match. It was yeah. like, oh, we're superior to you. Even though that's a fucked up way of thinking, yeah. that's the way that they were thinking yeah, back then. Yeah, same goes for Larry Bird and Johnson. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But back now, 2020, that's not, yeah. I mean, some people maybe, you know, I, somewhere deep I'm in Indiana somewhere probably it's, it's 2020. <laughs> Times have changed. Actually, just makes me like shake my head like, come on, Jack. Maybe somewhere deep in Indiana they probably think of some shit like that. But probably. you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't think that's but the... Well, I mean, I don't mean to make it a race thing, but even like deep in Chicago with the, the reverse way. It could, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there are people, yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. So, it, but that's not the reality, you know, that we mm-hmm. live in nowadays compared yeah. to back then. That's not the same time period. So I just wasn't understanding exactly what he was getting into right I'm there. Just trying to slap a label on it to hype it up, I guess. <laughs> I guess you're, I get, I get you're trying to sell this fight more, but you don't the, need the, to do that. The it's tickets fine. are already sold. The seats yeah. you see what I'm saying? Bought, you know, well, the already on, ready to go. Interviews already. Why do that, bro? People who want to see the fight, they they don't have to hear. No, yeah, no I just thought it was ridiculous. That was kind of like, come on, man. And I'm not sure. I, I got my question back. Yeah. Let's switching off a little bit. I'm not sure if this is an issue anymore, but I know it's an issue of the past. When they were talking about Conor McGregor and UFC, how he gets paid more than a lot of the fighters who he's going up against or the fighters on the roster. What do you feel about Dana White like distributing the money out to fighters? Okay. <laughs> Conor McGregor, people talked about, oh, talking about they could be a bigger draw or they're a bigger draw than McGregor mm-hmm. or McGregor doesn't draw any fans anymore. Mm-hmm. He fought Donald Cerrone. They just put that pay-per-view together. They had no plans for that pay-per-view at all. Yeah. They put it. They just put it together when McGregor said, I'm coming back January 18th. Mm-hmm. They said, oh, shit, we, we're putting the pay-per-view that day then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's the biggest draw in the UFC. In, ten, in, yeah. like, in less than <clears throat> 10 minutes, that pay-per-view sold out. Yeah. $10 million already, bam. McGregor. Mm-hmm. That's the power he has. So if he's to get a a fifty million dollar check and the other fighter he faced only get maybe like a five million dollar, ten million, hey, you know. He's not getting five million without McGregor. You're yeah. not getting that money with the. You better be happy with what you get because mm. if you're not fighting McGregor, you're going back to making fifty thousand dollars a fight. <laughs> yeah, it's a little I'm, similar to like NBA players or like even WNBA any other sport. NBA, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, okay, one guy makes more than the other guy because but guess what? You're a bigger draw yeah, than the other one. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, perfect. Uh, I don't know if you say it, but like LeBron, mm-hmm. we're, we're, like that's like. Uh, I mean, in in real time. I mean, not real time. In real people, money. Who are people really buying tickets to see on the Lakers? LeBron or Kuzma? Yeah, but that's like that's really what. Not to mention Kuzma, he's been disappointed this year. Been highly inefficient. I, I thought I thought he would be a lot better, 
I thought he was going to be their third guy, but I, it's, it's not a decision to thrive in. I think he's kind of in the same situation as Brandon Ingram, where it's like, we know he's a good player, he just can't do it here. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying with the whole, like, people are coming to see yeah. LeBron and AD. I they're think not it's really the same coming situation. To see, like, they're, not, like, they're not coming to see, like, the Kuzmas. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think it's more like, I think it's similar to the NBA and WNBA. Like, yeah. you only make as much people as you bring in. And that's, com- that's I mean, exactly. if unfortunately, more, if you're more marketable, then you'll get more money. Yeah, so that's ex- that's exactly what's happening in that sense. Like Dana White isn't playing favorites, but are you gonna pay? Uh, Conor McGregor stops, he loses. Like how much money is the UFC? Yeah, Mag- like they're gonna still make money, but they're not making the money with McGregor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like paying a a janitor fifteen dollars an hour to just sweep up something when you could pay. Another guy. Uh, you could pay the yeah. cook that makes cooks you the had, food. You know, that's cooking the food. The eleven dollars you're already paying. Them. Mm. Yeah. Like you're gonna you're gonna pay the people off of their performance and, and what they bring to the what thing, they offer. Table, yeah. And I get it. Some of the marketing tactics they have for uh, McGregor are bigger than the other guys. But the thing about McGregor is he's got the attitude. He got the confidence in him. Where like he's the big draw. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If, yeah. if you do it with Tyron Woodley or I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, do that with oh, somebody. But you know, with certain people, with certain people, it will not. <laughs> with certain people, it just will not work the same way. You get what I'm saying? I and mean, that's really, yeah. that's I, the business. It's on you though, to market yourself. That's to the, the business where you can, where people want to like come see your fight as much as they want to see McGregor. That's on you. Like at the end of the day, bro, it's a business. Like, so we're not finna. We can't sit here and be equal pay because that's not how business works around here. We gotta yeah. distribute it the way. Yeah, imagine if every NBA player made the same amount of money. You know what I'm that saying? It's ridiculous. It's not. That's what I'm like. What's that? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, if LeBron's making the same as like Caldwell Pope. Come on now. <laughs> so that's that. I was just a- asking that question because I know that's kind of a big thing in UFC no, yeah, from time to time. It's like the way are... Dana White treats some of the other fighters compared to McGregor. Because the way they make money is so different from like any other mm-hmm. sport. Like, it's like one match be worth like how much? Like that five hundred million or something like that for mm-hmm. McGregor for a Mayweather fight. And then it's like. At the end of the night of every UFC event, Dana White gives out the fight of the night bonuses. So it's yep. not like you have an don't get that yeah. chance to not get the extra money. Mm-hmm. You're not you're not going to be able to grab somebody and land them for three minute, three five minute rounds. You're and then get the fight of the night. Try to knock them out. Put somebody to sleep within the first five seconds, mm-hmm. and you'll win. Not, you'll get knocked out of the night. That's mm-hmm. strong on the fans a little bit. The fans don't necessarily want to see that kind of fight. They want to see somebody get knocked and out. Then, they want to see exciting yeah, stuff. Then, you know. Same thing as NBA have, and WNBA. They want to see above the rim action instead of like layups and three pointers. I have no like problem that. with the WNBA. I think they're amazing. A lot of them could play in the NBA. Yeah. It's just fans don't find it as exciting. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, because I, I don't want to sit here and let's not act like like we're. Yeah, I love the WNBA. There are players out there that are legit. Like, they will bust my ass and anybody on the, you know what I'm saying? They will work. You know what I'm saying? WNBA players, they're amazing 100%. It's just that the income, like, it's just, it's to where we can't pay you as much as we would like. I can't think of a solution to help their problem because they just don't bring in as much money as Mm -hmm. NBA players. And I wish they would market for them better, but even with that, it's like we're still still, not going to get exactly what we You know what I'm saying? It's just not going to work out the same way. It's not the same excitement you would see as. Oh, Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Clear lane running down mm-hmm. off the backboard. And- yeah. A floater doesn't do the same thing as a dunk for the face. Yeah. I think it's just the same thing. Like, I wouldn't care. Like, obviously, I'd be like, hell yeah, just that was like a nice floater, game, my like, guy. Yeah. yeah, like... <laughs> And yeah. one one thing they could start with, I don't want to, because we're we're sitting here on boxing. But uh, <laughs> one thing I do want to, one thing I do want to say for WNBA players, you know, there's no WNBA player with a signature shoe. I remember like one of my best friends, like she wore Kobe's, yeah. KD's, stuff like that. But they ain't got no Elena Deladons. They ain't got, you know what I'm saying? They ain't got no signature shoes for them. And I think that's part of the business too. And I wish at least one WNBA player could get a, uh, some Parker kind of Cooper. Candace Parker, Maya Moore, yeah. uh, all the Elena Deladon. Times are changing. I think mm-hmm. eventually, They'll eventually it'll happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, just right now, I don't think it's. I don't think it'll happen. There's a, there's a time and place for everything, and eventually mm-hmm. it'll happen. Mm-hmm. Now, do I you... think NBA players are marketing big for them as it is. Like yeah. Kobe said just oh, yeah. about him, Isaiah Thomas played with them in practice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there's just players like they want them. To, it's just there's nothing they can do about it. Now, do you see? Because boxing is kind of where the that's the cliche where the money is. Mm-hmm. Do you see more UFC fighters wanting to get into boxing, or do you think that will be a part um, of the future? I don't think like people do say boxing is where the money is, mm-hmm. but. I find what they, what they gotta, what they gotta realize is, you're not getting that money unless you're fighting like so top, mean, top, top fighters, fighters yeah. Alvarez, you know, got the, you're not, Ryan Garcia. You're not, you're not gonna fight. You're not gonna get a probably a million dollar plus payday unless you're fighting a Ryan Garcia, Ryan Garcia. or Canelo Alvarez, mm-hmm. Tank Terrence Davis, Crawford, you know, people like Terrence that. Terrence Crawford, Fury, Wilder, Joshua. Mm-hmm. It's gotta be a big fight. And it has to be another. You gotta have the counter. You gotta have the opponent to right, exactly, one hundred percent. Give you that paycheck too. Yeah, 
So, is there anything that we didn't? Any questions? Anybody um, got any questions? I don't know. I think we. I think we covered it all. Covered right? everything. The yeah. wilder fight, yeah. Time for plugs. We got Twitter. Just a casual insight. We are on Twitter. Go follow us on Twitter. Any Q and A that you have, is there? If there's any questions that you have for us or any debates, because we've done this is like now 19 episodes now. Yeah. We have a lot yeah. of stuff. We got into some debates about things, and we've had things that are debatable. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So if there's any questions. Um, that you have on Twitter. or that anybody has for a matter of fact you go ahead and hit us up don't be disrespectful about it though we get disrespectful back uh, I got it all day I got time, <laughs> I got time. Instagram we are on Instagram now and I gotta start posting more on Instagram because my shit is dry than a motherfucker but we will get we will get on there we are also on Anchor which is where we do our podcast at we love Anchor Spotify go check us out on Spotify and last but not least we are on YouTube subscribe to us if you love the channel look uh, show support. You don't have to yeah, donate I mean, anything to us. We've done a lot of ups recently. I mean, we changed profile picture. We changed mm-hmm. the name. We changed. We started putting more thumbnails and pictures during the videos. Yeah, we're putting the work. shit getting, mm-hmm. a, shit getting official around here. Shit getting real official around here. We're gonna have more guests on the show. I don't know if we're gonna have a guest on for the next show, but we will start having more we'll guests on the show. You'll find out when you listen. So you, you know what I'm saying. And it's been great doing this podcast with oh, you, man. legit, yeah, man. Catching up with you, it's been absolutely amazing, bro. Like you had a lot of, you had a lot of great stuff to say, and I know the conversation for sure. Oh yeah, oh yeah, 100. Just with the NBA and box. And boxing in general, we've been able to get a lot of conversation off. So check us out on any one of those platforms, preferably YouTube, because we're, we're trying to make some money in the future. Uh, you have anything you want to plug? Your Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. I don't pay attention. That's, I get you. I get one hundred percent, man. I don't really be. Uh, I just gotta give you, I give you the option. I know. I, you know. I'll be one hundred percent with you. Bro. Had a fun time on, on this. I wouldn't be on social media if it weren't for this podcast. I swear to God, because that's the only reason I'd be I, on that ass. I, I'm really. The arguments keep me coming back. The arguments keep me coming back. I just, I just stay on there for the news. So just a casual inside Jelani Smith It's been great being with you Uriel 100% man It's been a a great podcast Dakota Mitchell Check us out for episode 20 We'll see you guys later Hit me in the pod (laughs) Never mind